0: Hello and welcome to the show. This is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I am Pranjali and you're listening to Chai Time. Today we have some very, very distinguished guests from India and from USA. Stay tuned.
1: But
2: here's one that stands apart for a very special reason. This one has the potential to save lives. It's MatchingDonors.com. MatchingDonors.com links organ donors with people in need of a transplant. In the U.S., 19 people die each day waiting for an organ transplant, most for kidneys. If you've ever considered becoming a living organ donor, or if you're in need of an organ transplant, visit MatchingDonors.com,
3: giving the gift of life. Teach for America is a national corps of outstanding recent college graduates and professionals who commit to teaching for two years in urban and rural public schools across our nation. These young teachers work diligently to ensure that students in our country's lowest-income communities are given the same educational opportunities as those in higher-income areas. If you're a college senior interested in becoming a part of this
1: corps, or if you would like to help support this effort, visit www.teachforamerica.org.
0: Friends, India bears the highest burden of the world's blind. One-fourth of the world's blind live in India. Forty-five million Indians are visually impaired. Twelve million are totally blind. And four million new cases are added every year. When we hear about such daunting facts and such big issues, we gasp, think, we fuss, and then we wish and hope and pray that somehow the problem will be eradicated. Yes, people like you and me wish and hope. But there are a few amongst us who stand up, take the responsibility and selflessly work day and night to make this happen. To give light to someone who thought darkness was forever. It means lead me from darkness to light. That's what the Sankara Eye Foundation and Sankara Eye Care Institute from India strive for and are continuously working towards. They are literally guiding people from their blindness, their darkness, to light. They have accomplished the goal of one million free eye surgeries and they are going strong. We are very fortunate, humbled, and honored to have such luminaries with us today on Chai Time. We have Sankarai Foundation leadership from USA and from India. You all have heard Murliji a few months back on Chai Time. Shri Murli Krishnamurthy, founder and CEO of Sankarai Foundation, and today he has his distinguished leadership team with us. So, first of all, I would like to welcome everyone. Welcome to our show. How are you all?
2: Fine. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank
0: you. Thank you for joining us here at the studios. And first of all, I would like to thank you all. Thank you so much for making time for us and for coming here to tell us about this great cause. Please, Murliji, tell us more about our guests.
2: Yeah. Pranjali, again, we are very happy to be on your show. Chai time. And thanks for the opportunity. We are very, very happy to have our Three leaders from India and also our board member Sundar here. Uh, Sundar is our uh, board member. Uh He's driving our foundation, strategy, governance, etc. And we have our senior leader, Mr. Srivatsan from India who's uh, in charge of our projects. He played a big role in completing the Punjab hospital. Uh-huh. He's also instituting policies and procedures, um, performance evaluation and all that. Very important person for us. And then we have Dr. Kaushik, who's in charge of all the technical work. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a doctor, ophthalmo- uh, pediatric ophthalmologist. Uh-huh. And we have Bharat, who's in charge of all the eye camps. He's the director of operations. Uh-huh. So Bharat and Kaushik are going to be our future uh, leaders running Sankara India. Mm-hmm. So all these three people are very important for our 2020 by 2020. We yeah. are very happy to have them
0: and also on your show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You all are here and we are really, really happy. And it's a pleasure to hear everything about Sankara from you. So let's start with the mission. We all hear about Sankara, Sankara Foundation, Sankara Eye Care Institute. So Sundarji, can you please tell us more about the mission, the goal of the cause?
4: Uh, Shankara actually started long time back and uh, you know, it was the uh, vision of uh, Dr. Ramani and Dr. Radha Ramani mm-hmm. who were the founders of Shankara and uh, from that humble beginning we uh, reset the mission I would say sometime in 2002 mm-hmm. and uh, jointly between uh, Shankara USA and Shankara India uh, our goal is to build 20 hospitals all over India Mm -hmm. Uh, and to serve over a million rural poor every year. So that is our goal. Starting from the year 2021, Mm -hmm. we would like to be serving over a million poor, totally free, year after year, without depending on donations. That's our uh, mission. So...
0: The question here comes, why blindness? When people talk about the causes, they generally think about uh, shelter and education or uh, poverty. So Sundarji, why do you think uh, you all thought about such unique cause? Now we know it's common in India, but at that time, how did you realize that it's a problem which should be addressed?
4: Uh, again, I will go back to our founder, Dr. Ramani's uh, statement.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh,
4: essentially, uh, Dr. Ramani and his wife, when they started uh, you know, the social work, they were looking at primary health care. Yes. Like you were saying, You know, they were trying to do uh, various help in various areas. Yes. And then Dr. Ramani actually realized that the biggest difference we can make
1: uh-huh. is
4: in the area of vision. And the reason for that is uh, there are very few ailments where a person can come into the hospital Uh with a particular ailment and then leave with their life completely transformed. In the case of uh, sight, a a poor person comes into our hospital, Uh receives the operation or the surgery, and then they can see. It makes a transformative effect on their life. And that is the reason Dr. Ramani felt that it is the most tangible and biggest gain that the beneficiary receives if we focus on eyes alone. And there is a strong need for eye care, uh, you know, uh, which you already covered in the beginning when you said the millions of people who are poor who mm-hmm. do not have access to this. So it was kind of a right match and it's a transformative experience. And I think Jyotir gamaya the uh, saying itself very clearly uh, articulates the reason why we chose this as our mission.
0: Yes, and the way we see everything, every day, it's so common and such a uh, rose ka thing for us. But it is a big thing when you're blind and then you get the power Sign. to see. Right? It's Correct. a great blessing.
4: And it is a great blessing. And I would just like to add one small thing. What happens most of the times is that... Uh, <laughs> the patients that we treat Mm
1: -hmm.
4: were able to see. It is not that they were blind from the beginning. They have become blind. So uh, Mm -hmm. that is the biggest. uh, So once you are able to see, life being blind is very difficult. And they are needlessly blind, uh, which can be cured by just a seven-minute surgery as Dr. Kaushik will talk possibly later in the uh, program. Uh, So it's a very simple procedure. Only thing, they just need to come down have it happen and it changes their lives
0: and you're so right yes they used to see and now they're not seeing so yeah. that makes yeah. such a big yeah. difference yeah. yes so here I would like to ask uh, mr. Srivatsan so Srivatsan ji I would like to ask you that how did you all come together to this cause I see different people working towards one big goal and people in India people in USA so how did all this happen how did it start
5: It's uh, because of the moment. Like what Sundarji said is that uh, within a few days, if somebody could get eyesight (laughs) and if he can help in a very little way to this, that's the biggest satisfaction each one can have. And that's the reason we are all together working. And if you, we are amazed by the volunteers of Shankarai Foundation working here,
1: mm-hmm.
5: in spite of their busy schedules here with their work, they are able to spend so much time in getting this done. is very inspiring. And we are going back energized that if volunteers can do this kind of a work, we should at back home also be raising our bar and doing more.
0: Definitely. And so we, you all were here for the symposium which you had in San Francisco, right? So I'll ask Murliji Ji and Sundar Ji about the symposium. So Sundar Ji, can you tell us more?
4: Yeah, uh, <clears throat> the symposium actually uh, is a first for Shankarai Foundation. I, I see. Mean, uh, we are very well known for the high quality events and entertainment shows that we have done in the Bay Area and other parts of the western coast of uh, the US. Sure. Uh, But the symposium was the first time we were trying it. Mm -hmm. And the symposium was called uh, Scaling Up Social Impact. I see. And uh, the purpose of the symposium was to do two things. One, uh, to showcase uh, Shankara's growth Mm -hmm. from one hospital to nine hospitals. Yes. And the fact that we, this was the year we completed our one millionth Free eye surgery. Yes, yes, this Uh, is an important. uh, That was the occasion,
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, and uh, but we wanted it to be besides uh, talking about Shankara, we wanted to bring other charities Mm -hmm. and uh, renowned academics and professionals and impact investors, uh, all of them onto the same forum uh, to discuss how to scale social work. You know, Definitely, Because uh, if you look at social work, uh, there is a lot of people below and suffering from various things. Yes. So the problem is big,
1: mm-hmm. but
4: most social organizations are small. They are not large. Yes. Uh, and we felt that Shankara had something to share yes. because we have made a big movement from a small uh, organization to a pretty large organization now and uh, we still have a long way to go we still have to get to 20 hospitals so Mm -hmm. we are we still have another uh, you know uh, 10 11 hospitals to build in the coming years Uh, Mm -hmm. so we felt we would share our stories and also get the perspectives of other charities like world health partners were there at the symposium. We had another foundation called East Meets West. They were also there. Then Riders for Health who do work in Africa. Mm -hmm. So we had a varied uh, set of charities and experts uh, take part in the symposium as well. So it was a first for us, first time we have done it. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we are happy with uh, making a small beginning in that area.
0: And you had good participation. We
4: had good participation. Yes, yes. we had very very good panelists uh, <laughs> and uh, academicians who. So everyone was very engaged with the thing. And I and at least many of the uh, panelists felt that uh, they have been speakers in various other conferences, <laughs> but this was a unique one for a non-profit to together a symposium like this so we are happy to make a beginning in that. and
0: you think you have achieved the goal right? yes we
4: definitely yes. did achieve our goal we wanted some <laughs> visibility and we wanted to connect with the right people and it's a small beginning yes we will do better next time but yeah. uh, it was a good beginning i would say
0: yeah and we need to ask shrivat he came all the way from india for this symposium so what do you think about it
5: no, it was a great uh, eye-opener for us also. <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, being in the execution side, yes. uh, coming here to look at uh, strategies of how uh, we need to scale up or how we have scaled up, <laughs> it, was, it was an eye-opener for ourselves to look at the numbers of how we have scaled up in over the period of uh, 10 years. So it was indeed, indeed a very good experience for all three of us. Definitely.
0: So congratulations and I'm so glad that symposium went well and I think it deserves a celebration. So let's celebrate with Murleji's song.
2: Sure, my
6: pleasure. <coughs> <coughs> रखा क्या है तेरी आँखों के सिवा दुनिया में रखा क्या है ये उठे सुबह चले ये झुके शाम ढले मेरा जीना मेरा मरना के तले तेरी आँखों के सिवा दुनिया में रखा क्या पलकों की गलियों में चेहरे पहाड़ों के हसते हुए आय मेरे खाबों के क्या क्या नगर इन बसते हुए पलकों की गलियों में चेहरे पहाड़ों के हसते ये उठे सुबह चले ये जुके शाम ढले मेरा जीना मेरा मरना इनी पल को के ढले तेरी आँखों के सिवा दुनिया में रखा क्या इनमें मेरे आने वाले जमाने की तस्वीर हैं चाहत के काजल से लिखी हुई मेरी तकदीर है ओ इनमें मेरे आने वाले जमाने की तस्वीर है ये उठे सुबह चले ये जो के शाम ढले मेरा जी ना मेरा मर ना इनी पल को के ढले तेरी आँखों के सिवा दुनिया में रखा क्या तेरी आँखों के सिवा दुनिया में रखा क्या है ये उठे सुबह चले ये जुके शाम ढ़ले मेरा जीना मेरा मरना इनी को के तले Teri aankhon ke siva duniya mein rakha kya de Teri aankhon ke siva duniya mein rakha kya de
0: Thank you, Murliji ji. And I can say it again and again that yes, always it's a pleasure to hear you sing. <laughs> So uh, we all have been uh, hearing a lot about Sankarai Foundation here, and we know all about it, kind of. But uh, I really want to know more about Sankarai Care Institutions India, SECI. And we have the pleasure of having Mr. Bharat Bal Balsurumanyam with us. Uh, growing up, Mr. Bharat drew inspiration from his mother, Dr. Radha Ramani, and uh, father, Dr. R. V. Ramani, the founder of SECI. He received his master's in computer application and held a lucrative position at Infosys. But his desire to be part of the mission for vision led him to receive MBA in hospital management from the prestigious Tata Institute of Social Sciences, Mumbai. And since then, he has been actively working, volunteering, and giving all his time. And he is the director of operations. So I would like to welcome you. And here I would like to ask you, uh, tell us more about SECI.
7: Uh, thank you, Pranjali. Uh, it's indeed a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, SCCI started off as a two-room medical center uh, a couple of decades back. Uh-huh. And today, it is a group of 11 eye hospitals spread across the country. And our vision is to ensure no one is needlessly blind. Uh-huh. And we have a unique 80-20 model where 80% of what we do is towards the rural poor. Mm-hmm. and 20% of what we do is to sustain the activities for these 80%. So, we have this Gift of Vision Rural Outreach Program uh-huh. where we cover the rural areas.
0: Yeah, Tell us more about this Rural Outreach Program. So uh,
7: It is a very structured community uh-huh. eye care program yes. where we have a team of field workers uh-huh. who do uh, door-to-door surveys within the community okay. and these field workers are trained to identify visual defects. So they go door-to-door, identify people who require further attention and counsel them to come to a campsite. And on the day of the camp, a team of paramedics and doctors visit the camp, conduct the camp. (laughs) And those who are identified as requiring further attention are brought to our hospital in our own vehicles. So once they are at the hospital, they are provided with food, accommodation, basic medicines. All their necessities are provided, including the surgery, absolutely free of cost. And once everything is complete, we drop back the selected people in the rural villages in our own vehicles. So, this project is called as the Gift of Vision program. And one month down the line, we ensure uh, we do the post-operative follow-up also to ensure that there is no complications in the visual outcome. So, this is the model that we do. And till date, we have accomplished over 1.1 million free eye surgeries through this program.
0: Wow, and that's a big number. When people think of camps, they think surgeries, But that is a huge number. So how often do you organize these camps?
7: Uh, our camps are conducted every week, mm-hmm. week after week. And we have ensured that over 16,500 camps till date have been conducted without a break. So every weekend we have a camp conducted in the remotest of villages around the hospital.
0: And then you, how do you reach people? You said you go door to door, find people and it's all your responsibility. And then you talked about uh, the post-surgery requirements. So, you take care of that too?
7: Yes. uh, In terms of when we do large numbers, we Uh ensure that, you know, quality is not compromised. So, that is our key factor. We ensure that, you know, quality has absolutely no compromise and uh, One month down the line we have uh, the uh, post-operative follow-up done Mm -hmm. and we also have a follow-up done six months down the line post-surgery wherein one of our partners, they randomly select uh, patients from the list of operated patients, visit their doorstep to ensure uh, complete feedback is taken on their experiences uh, with Shankara, their visual outcome post-surgery and the impact that the intervention has provided to them.
0: That's nice. So it's not only just doing the surgery but you take care of the whole process. So if you are talking about all these surgeries and uh, out state-of-the-art facilities, definitely it requires a lot of funding, a lot of money. So here, uh, Srivatsanji, I would like to ask you, how do you deploy your funds in India?
5: Um, Pranjali, every hospital, a new hospital uh, costs us about um, 30 crores and that's about uh, 5 million US dollars. Wow. And uh, uh-huh. this money is collected uh, from U.S., from the Shankarai Foundation Sh- and from a uh, s- few other uh, trusts in India. Uh-huh. So uh, the capital comes this way from the donations from India and in the U.S., uh-huh. But as far as the recurring, in, uh, recurring expenditure is concerned, yes. uh, we meet it partly through the um, uh, g- collections of the 20% from the paying patients.
1: Uh-huh. And
5: again, uh, Shankarai Foundation and few others also provide uh, donations on a recurring basis. Like they have a open an eye program here uh-huh. where you pay $30 and one surgery is performed. Yes. And uh, what we do is uh, we perf- perform a surgery. Take the photograph of the patient who uh, who has uh, got this vision. Yes. And with the uh, registration number, uh-huh. we send a certificate back to Shankarai Foundation here. And this is sent back to the uh, donor who has given this $30. So many of them in India as well as here donate on their birthday or on their uh, wedding day. Uh-huh. A few surgeries to be performed. And this way we get uh, some of the recurring donations. Plus, there are people who come forward to feed the patients. Uh-huh. One day, they may like to feed the uh, bear the cost of the um, uh, paying uh, for the paying uh, sorry for the food of the patients. Yes. So this is also in a way offsets our expenses. Yes, and we also receive a part of the cost of the surgery of the, from the government as a subsidy. Uh-huh. So all this put together, we try to ensure that uh, uh, the expenses are met. Yes. And uh, more important is that uh, a charity organization uh, also should take care of how they spend the money carefully.
1: Yes.
5: So every dollar or every rupee that we receive from the donor, uh-huh. has to. we should justify that it is spent correctly so we have ways and means uh, put in processes put in place yes. so it's monitored on a daily basis and all are uh, um, accounted on a re- on a regular basis and monitored mm-hmm. and uh, reports are generated analyzed where we have to cut down expenses where uh, we need to have more control all that uh, it's a regular process in shankarai c- care institution in india
0: yeah and I understand you are the in charge for all of that, right? And it's a major, major thing. So how do you approach this? Do you have a big team? And uh, how yeah. does this function?
5: Um, Pranjali, this is not uh, the result of one person. I know. I know. It's, a, it's a teamwork. Yes, there yes. are so many people in, in here and in India working towards this cause. Mm-hmm. So unless otherwise everybody joined together, such a moment cannot be a success. I know and uh, we have done this in in india we have a good team of people uh-huh. and as far as the control of the expenses are concerned uh-huh. we have set in uh, bpo that is the back office operations uh-huh. wherein all the accounts and finance of all the hospitals are uh, monitored from one center like a command center who is yeah. in charge for a cfo is uh, there for to take care of this uh, accounts yes. so every 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 hospital uh, has to report to this particular uh, back office function wherein the accounts are maintained.
0: Definitely. And I think this is the major thing, the transparency in the whole process, which makes Sankara such an attract, uh, institute for people to come uh, forward and help. Right. So uh, what is your approach towards achieving self-sufficiency?
5: Uh, uh, a very good question. Um, One of the important uh, aspects here, uh, we are, as I said, uh, to control the expenses (laughs) and also to ensure that the targets are met. For Uh example, the number of free surgeries, number of paid surgeries, all this has to be, uh, it is not like a commercial enterprise. Uh, It is a social enterprise. But at the same time, we need to have all these controls in place. Uh So what we have done is we have implemented a performance measurement system, Uh which is called as the balance scorecard. And normally, these balance scorecards are uh, implemented in commercial enterprises. Uh And uh, we thought uh, in Shankara, why can't we implement this balance scorecard? So we have split the entire um, operations of Shankara in India into various functions like uh, technical, human resources, uh, business development, training, etc. And for each of these functions, we have developed key performance indicators, about six or seven key performance indicators with the targets for them. So everybody has to own these key performance indicators. Mm-hmm. Come back with the results, and every year the bar is—we uh, raise the bar—and once the targets are achieved, so this is one way we are. Uh, it's a very successfully implemented in uh, Shankara, mm-hmm. and um, this will prove a long way for the self-sustenance.
0: No, that's that's really great. So here we are talking about the funding and how efficient it is and all the things but it all goes towards one thing and that is eye surgery and here definitely we need a doctor. So we, we are going to talk to Dr. Kaushik. Dr. Kaushik serves on the board of advisors for the Sankara College of Optometry at Bangalore and Ludhiana as Technical Director of Operations he is currently responsible for the medical quality and strategic initiatives of the organization. He is also a member of the technical committee of the APEX team where he successfully guides the various units of Sankara in their technical matters. So, Dr. Kaushik, I would like to first know about, about the hospitals. Yeah,
3: at Sankara, we are very conscious that uh, the care we provide to patients has to be world class. Mm-hmm. The fact that a person is poor is not his fault. He is born poor, not out of choice. Yes, And the diseases do not discriminate by age, gender, caste or socioeconomic status. So why should the treatment? Uh-huh. So that has been the core philosophy of Shankara which our founders, Dr. Ramani and Dr. Radha had. Uh-huh. And all our units function based on this prime principle that it is a patient first model. So the equipment that we have at Shankara are on par with the best in the industry. Uh-huh. Uh, it is not uh, we pro- we endeavor to provide comprehensive care to our patients. So although cataracts would form 80% plus of all eye defects and probably are the majority of the surgeries that we perform,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but uh, we do routinely retinal surgeries, corneal transplant procedures, pediatric eye surgeries, Mm -hmm. whatever that the patient may have, any eye defect that he has, he can be assured that irrespective of socioeconomic status, he would be able to get the best of eye care that is available.
0: So uh, we all uh, read about it and hear about it, but you have worked at the ground level. So how big is the problem?
3: So India... We have about 12 million blind today Uh and we are also home to about every fifth blind child today is an Indian child. Uh These are numbers that we are definitely not proud of. But uh, what gives us optimism is that 80% of this is what we call as unnecessary blindness. It could either be prevented or cured. So... If we were to act on these numbers, Mm -hmm. we can drastically reduce this. And that has essentially been the space in which Shankara has been functioning. That we would like to eliminate and probably look at freedom from preventable and curable blindness in our country.
0: So what is your strategy to achieve this goal?
3: Uh, Our simple mantra at Shankara has been that we endeavor to provide high volume, high quality eye care. Mm -hmm. high volume is necessary because the magnitude of the problem is very large high volume is necessary because the backlog keeps getting added on so if we were to do small numbers the problem would compound with time (laughs) and with high volume our system becomes much more efficient so our unit cost per surgery comes down high quality is essential because here you are working with a human being so you cannot uh, compromise on the quality of care or the quality of the surgery, because end of the day, you're looking at vision of a patient. So high quality, it is understood that that is, that is a must.
0: Yes, so you have highly qualified team of doctors, and you definitely put a lot of time into research and all that too?
3: Uh, yeah, at Shankara, we, we have the experience of numbers. <laughs> uh, in a day, across our group, we do 500 plus vision-restoring surgeries, Uh which translates to about 150,000 surgeries being performed every year. So in terms of the experience that each one of us as surgeons achieve thanks to this large movement, it is uh, probably unparalleled. Uh, Again, on the research front, we are more into operational research. Uh So uh, Shankara holds two patents today. We patented a design for an intraocular lens. And we also hold a patent for a keratoprosthesis. So keratoprosthesis essentially is an artificial cornea. So there's a small proportion of patients in whom a corneal transplant cannot be done. And these people require an artificial cornea to be uh, used on them. So we have developed and patented this. We've left it as an open invention because we would like people to further develop on it. So our intention is not to commercialize it, but to make sure that this is available anywhere in the world to be implemented.
0: And that is a major breakthrough. So uh, can you tell me more about curable blindness? I hear this term a lot because generally people think, oh, now we are blind and it's gone. There is no hope. But you think that it's there is some condition which is curable condition, curable blindness, right?
3: So so when you look at blindness, there are various factors that Uh contribute to it. One of the most important uh, factors when you're working in a rural disadvantaged section is the individual's perception. Uh Uh, Most people would think that it is the God's curse and that they don't have any choice. But the sad fact is that if you look at the most common eye defect, Uh it is probably requiring a simple pair of glasses. Yes. So you have about 19 million plus uh, children who have vision impairment who would just be reversed by just giving them glasses. And this is probably the easiest cure that you have. When you look at surgical curable blindness, again the major chunk of it comes from cataracts, Mm -hmm. which can be treated by a very simple surgical procedure. You take out the cataractous lens, you implant an artificial lens, and almost magically the person can see the next day.
0: That is great. And you have been working with so many people over the years. So is there any uh, touching experience you have where you have felt that really you have made a difference or someone... Any incident, anything you Uh, can remember?
3: There are every day, like Mr. Srivatsan and Bharat mentioned, what keeps us going is the fact that uh, you make a palpable difference into the lives of so many people. Mm -hmm. When a person starts seeing, it is not just that they see better, Mm -hmm. but it has implications on them, on the individual and also on the family. Uh, When we looked at what, what did we achieve, when we looked at the impact of what we achieved, Uh, we've realized that a majority of our beneficiaries today are women. Uh, Why this is important? When you look at global data, women are thought to have two-thirds less access to eye care compared to men. But at Shankara, the majority of beneficiaries are actually women. Uh
1: Uh,
3: This has been because of the proactive outreach that we have. 85% of those uh, who have had their vision restored are able to return back to independent living and also contribute to income generation. So they they come out of this vicious cycle of blindness and poverty feeding each other. And when you look at the children in whom we have intervened, well, that probably takes the cake. So you see a small baby uh, who we've had children who've been uh, left at home thinking that they were a cursed child uh, and they had very simple defects. Uh-huh. And usually the services get... Uh, Taken up by one of our beneficiaries going and advocating to them on how simple it is to get treated. So we had a small six-month child who had been born blind (laughs) and uh, the parents uh, had reconciled to a life of darkness for the child. And it so happened that one of the neighbors had had uh, his cataract surgery done as a part of the gift of vision camp. He motivated the parents saying, Anyway, you don't have hope. Why don't you just <laughs> take your child there? Yes. And it so happened that this child had a congenital cataract. So it had been born with a cataract. Once we operated on this child, uh, today, five years down, it is so heartening to see this child attending a regular school, enjoying That's life. Great. Yeah. Uh, playing our national religion cricket,
0: <laughs> doing
3: those simple activities which you and me take for granted.
0: Definitely. I think
3: that that is extremely fulfilling to us.
0: Yeah, that's that's such a big thing and it gives you immense satisfaction. Yes. Right? And here I would like to ask a question to uh, Bharaj That... Uh, we, we, we can talk about our goals our aims and we can have vision and dreams but it's all about reaching people so that we can serve them and you said you go door to door and you organize you conduct so many camps so how do people react what is like how does it all what is the process you reach them are they ready because in the rural part sometimes people have this tendency to ignore all these things so how do you approach that
7: Uh, Pranjali, it's a very valid question in terms of uh, it's a huge process to get accepted within the community. Mm -hmm. So we uh, look at a lot of partnerships. So partnerships is the key for us to reach out to the doorstep. Mm
1: -hmm. So we
7: partner with uh, like-minded individuals from the community. Mm -hmm. We partner with sarpanchas or panchayat leaders who hold a say within the community. And who do not have any other intentions but to serve the community. So, we look for such like-minded individuals. We look for such like-minded organizations like the Rotary Clubs, the Lions Clubs, which uh, become the face of the organization within the community. So, they start spreading the message. So, when our field worker goes, (laughs) we ensure that somebody from the other person's team, the partner's team, also accompanies the field worker. So, that becomes the entry point for us within the community members. So, those are the strategies that we use. We also tie up with uh, like-minded voluntary organizations, which are in allied health services. So, they would have already done certain amount of field work. So, we ensure that we combine with them to ensure finding out the Uh, people with vision uh, uh, problems.
0: Yeah, that's such a good way because everyone has one major big purpose, but we all work differently. But if we all come together, I think that is more achievable. Talking about this, we see that communication is the key and with changing technologies, do you think it has helped you a lot because now there is media, there is so much social media involved. So do you think it's helpful and it has uh, moved you forward?
7: um definitely yes the social media has been uh, very useful in us promoting the cause mm-hmm. but as far as reaching out to the uh, rural areas we still uh, uh, use lot of uh, older techniques like you know auto publicity through loudspeaker oh. announcements oh, okay, and things okay. like yeah. that spreading uh, uh, pamphlets through newspapers and uh, usually in an indian setup the tea shops are where uh, the majority of meetings happen yeah. so some amount of publicity banners at the tea shops level are the still modes of uh, publicity mechanisms that we use but definitely technology has ensured that uh, data that we uh, report has yeah. become uh, more and more clear more and more integrity in the data that gets reported. So, we use SMSs uh, from the campsite, our field workers are able to use uh, messaging services. In fact, uh, the data that uh, comes out of the campsite is scanned and emailed to the base hospital. So, this ensures that by the time the patients are brought to the hospital, we have the complete patient details which are printed out, barcoded and kept ready for the patient to be tagged on. So, the complete cycle within the hospital again through the different stages, through the barcoding, we're able to capture where the patient is, what uh, is the status of the patient and how many more to go. So all that has, uh, you know, technology has enabled us to ensure more and more data that we report is uh, valid and uh, uh, integrity is there in the data that we report.
0: So more clarity and it has become more efficient. Absolutely.
3: And uh, just to add on to what Uh, Bharat said Uh Uh, we use a lot of media Uh, we do we use a lot of electronic media we do a lot of interviews we do a lot of awareness programs using television using the radio we also have tried a lot of interesting advocacy Mm -hmm. in that uh, we have created an animation movie which talks about the importance of eye care in children in local languages with an English subtitle. Wow. So that kind of raises awareness at the parent-teacher's meeting. Mm-hmm. So because when you look at children, it's a very unique problem. Yes. The child does not know he has a problem. Mm-hmm. The child knows he has a problem. He's still dependent on the parent taking him. Yes. And if the parent wants to take him, probably they don't know where it is available, how to reach that place, or they may not have the money. So mm-hmm. that way we try to make it all come together.
0: That's great, yeah. Because sometimes we have everything, but people don't know about yes. it, so that is such a great way to reach them. So, here I'll come back to Mulliji again, and whenever I look at Murliji, <laughs> <laughs> I expect a song. Yeah, so, organ. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
2: anytime.
0: Okay.
6: یاد نہ جائے پیتے دنوں کی جا کے نہ آئے جو دن دل کیوں بلائے انہیں دل کیوں بلائے یاد نہ बीते दिनों की जा के न आए जो दिन दिल क्यों बुलाए उन्हें दिल क्यों खेरू होते पिंजरे में मैं रख लेता दिन जो पकेरू होते पिंजरे में मैं रख लेता पालता उनको जतन से पालता उनको जतन से मोती के दाने देता سینے سے رہتا لگائے یاد نہ جائے بیتے دنوں کی جا کے نہ آئے جو دن دل, دل کیوں بلائے انہیں دل तस्वीर उनकी छुपा के रख दूँ जहां जी चाहे तस्वीर उनके छुपा रख दूँ जहां जी चाहे मन में बसी ये मूरत मन में बसी ये मूरत लेकिन मिटे न मिटाय कहने को है वो याद न बीते दिनों की आए जो दिन दिल क्यों बुलाए उन्हें दिल क्यों जाद न जाए बीते दिनों की जाके ना आए जो दिल क्यों बुलाए उन्हें दिल
0: Thank you, Murliji, for such a beautiful song. Very beautiful lyrics, and the way you sing it, it makes, more, it, makes it more beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, now I would like to talk more about the hospitals, and we have uh, Sri Vatsanji with us, who is the honorary director, uh, Project Vision 2020, in charge of constructing Sankarai hospitals across all states of India. Sri Vatsanji, would you please like to tell us about your new projects, new ventures?
5: Yeah, the next uh, hospital that's coming up is in Kanpur <laughs> um, kan- As you know, Uttar Pradesh has the highest uh, incident of blindness yes. uh, So uh, this Kanpur hospital is uh, uh, slated to be inaugurated uh, in April 2014 And uh, we are looking at the next uh, hospital at uh, Jodhpur in Rajasthan These are the two hospitals that are going to come up in the next couple of years
0: and uh, so when we talk about new hospitals and big hospitals, we always need people. And as I was discussing with uh, Ji, we need more and more people to get involved with the cause. So uh, Ji, how are you uh, looking to this thing? How are you approaching it?
4: Uh, thanks, Pranjali, for a wonderful question. It gives us... Uh, clearly, you know, uh, for those of y'all who have been listening to the show, everyone is like, this problem is a big problem. Mm -hmm. It's great that Shankara is doing great work. How can we get involved? And uh, this is exactly the opportunity that uh, this presents yes. uh, essentially whenever Shankara has taken on expansion in any new area like I mean uh, we have expanded from Guntur to Punjab to Gujarat to all of those places each of those places the local community needs to come in so mm-hmm. all the people in the Bay Area in all over the US uh, we'd like you to join hands with us yes. uh, so we create a small team of uh, what I call as passionate Uh, supporters Mm -hmm. who uh, are driving the fundraising for each of our hospitals. So, for example, like uh, Srivatsanji was mentioning, we have three upcoming hospitals. Uh, One is the hospital in Jodhpur, Rajasthan. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second is going to be most likely in Indore, in MP. Mm -hmm. And the third one is uh, likely to be Chhattisgarh or uh, Odisha. So all the local people who belong to that state and the state associations, especially, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, Shankarai Foundation has worked very well with the community organizations like uh, TANA, BATA, Rajma, Rana. So all of these are uh, cultural associations which represent that state. And uh, so we do want uh, Mm -hmm. that all the listeners who are part of these upcoming states and those who are Indian, finally we are all Indian. So uh, please uh, help us in this movement. Uh, Come contact Shankarai Foundation, be part of the team (laughs) and uh, most uh, importantly give your time because that is what we need. We need the drive uh, and we need partners organizations uh, yes. uh, and for most of the partner organizations they can leave a legacy behind in their state
1: <laughs> because
4: uh, like for example uh, Ahova who was one of our partners for a Gujarat hospital yes. uh, they are recognized as a partner in service at the hospital. Okay, so, okay. if the Rana organization comes on <laughs> for <laughs> Rajasthan, I'm sure there are similar organizations Maheshwari for Madhya Pradesh, Maheshwari Mahasabha for <laughs> Rajasthan. So, all of these cultural organizations, let us all join hands
1: Definitely. to build
4: these hospitals in, you know, yes. uh, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, and uh, Chhattisgarh, possibly. Yes. Uh, so, we need the local support. We need, Definitely. and that is how the community can help.
0: Yes. So, local support is always a must and then working at grassroot level it is very very important but sometimes there is a saturation right where you really need to go out and reach big firms like Tata or Ambani's or uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation so I was at one of the volunteer meeting at Sankara and you were thinking about uh, writing proposals so are you working towards that?
4: Uh, yes, we have. Uh, in fact, Pranjali, thank you for the question. Uh, uh, we do get a lot of retail uh, you know, uh, donations from the US uh, side yes. and we have to move up like you said very clearly. We have to move to institutional mm-hmm. funding agencies as well, Definitely. like the foundations and other aid agencies. Mm-hmm, uh, and so we made a small beginning on that. In fact, the symposium was kind of a, a milestone in yes. uh, making that happen. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm happy to report that, uh, you know, uh, we are in the process of finalizing our first, uh, you know, I would say a loan from Calvert Foundation,
1: (laughs) uh,
4: who have uh, given us $700,000. So that is the first uh, win for us as the foundations team. Uh, And we are talking to a lot of uh, foundations like that. So uh, right point That's uh, great. we still have we made a small beginning it's still a long way to go
5: uh, pranchali uh, back in india also <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we have been helped by very large corporates and uh, uh, charitable trusts I for see. example our um, uh, bangalore hospital <laughs> <laughs> above, about about 40000 square feet of uh, building was constructed by infosys uh, they donated uh, that building to us,
1: Great. and okay.
5: in, in Shimoga and in Ludhiana, <laughs> Jaslok Hospital, their charity trust came forward to do, donate one part of the hospital to us. So, <laughs> like that, we are also approaching some large uh, trusts and corporates, and the Ratan Tata Trust, <laughs> which is, um, which has come forward to uh, you no know, for the meeting all the expenses for training the manpower. <laughs> we have Bosch which was also with us for training the manpower. And we have Ratan Tata Trust now, which is also helping for uh, uh, training this manpower.
0: Yes. So I think the common men plus these big institutes, together we can make a huge difference. And talking about common people and our grassroots volunteers, again, I would like to ask you about the internships you offer because I was uh, visiting your website and You have a very good uh, project like that. So can you tell us more about the internships? I work in universities uh, here and a lot of my students and my listeners would really like to know about it.
3: So at Shankara, we offer an experience of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is an opportunity for you to work uh, in an area where you have limited resources Mm -hmm. in which you have to maximize the impact. That essentially is, a, is the story at any social enterprise.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: our internship offers an opportunity for medical students, those who are looking at the medical field to work, mm-hmm. to understand how the medical uh, health movement has been functioning in the developing world. We offer an opportunity to students of Optometry to come and spend some time with us, have an opportunity to look at... Uh, diseases which they may not come across as a part of their routine work. We also offer an internship opportunity for graduate students. So, a lot of you may be looking at projects as a part of your curriculum. Yes. And uh, we would love to have your ideas because that has been the strength of Shankara in innovating and implementing on ideas that have come from the grassroots. So, we are a very, very bottom-up driven organization uh, so this internship, uh, which could uh, range from two to four weeks, which could be uh, customized in a sense to the uh, qualification and competency of the intern to our requirements in India. Mm-hmm. And uh, since we are now across the country, we also give you the opportunity to visit different parts of India and you'll get a flavor of what our culture and the country is apart from actually working there.
0: And that's what they are looking for. They want to know about the country, the cause, and then they want to work yeah. technically in the field also. So, so
3: those yeah. who are interested would be able to find more details of it uh, on the Shankarai Foundation website, mm-hmm. which is giftofvision.org.
0: That's great. And it's really nice that you are welcoming ideas. So it's mutual. What they want to, you can customize that. and
3: Definitely, yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I have one question. Uh, I follow your website and I uh, read through all the case studies. And most of the time I have seen there are elderly, elderly people uh, suffering from the uh, disease and you are trying to prevent that. So, are you doing anything towards uh, children or especially kids? Is there any initiative you are thinking of? Yeah. Or are you already doing it?
3: Yeah, Pranchali. while the Gift of Vision is our outreach program that targets uh beneficiaries who require curative care. Uh One of the other unique aspects at Shankara has been our preventive eye care program. Uh So this is again a unique initiative that we have been running across all our centers. Uh The genesis again was interesting. Uh, Dr. Ramani came across one of our doctors whose child had an eye defect And that got him thinking, saying that if a doctor's child has a problem which the parents have not identified, imagine what the state would be in the disadvantaged sections where the parents aren't educated enough or not aware enough to pick it up. So that started off in us starting the Rainbow Program way back in 1987. The unique way of this program, again, is that we have structured the program to cater to the unique eye diseases that different children have. Newborn children have a different set of problems. Children uh-huh. in preschool have a different set of problems. The school going age group has a different set of problem. So since the school going age group again is our largest segment that we look to cater to, uh-huh. this again we do it in a tired approach. The primary screening is done by volunteer screeners. So we train teachers or corporate employees or volunteers in a a one-and-a-half-hour module in how to identify whether a child has an eye defect or not. So it's more of a pass-fail kind of an exam. The children that the teacher thinks has a problem is then further evaluated by our team of optometrists. Those requiring glasses are provided that at the site only children who require complex refractions or require surgical care or an advanced diagnostic, only the small proportion of children are required to be transported to the hospital. So what this has allowed us to do is to reach out to a very large uh, population of children. We are now screening about 450,000 children every year. And <laughs> till date, this program has reached out to almost 5 million Indians.
0: Wow, that's that's a big number. And this is such a great initiative because if we can prevent it during childhood, then it's easier to uh, yeah. What it.
3: we have demonstrated is that mm-hmm. by our intervention, mm-hmm. we add almost 11 years of life to the child because of the disability being eliminated.
0: Wow, that's, that's really great. So on a lighter note, Murali ji, I would really like to know about the Dandia fundraising event we had uh-huh. every year. Uh, the whole Bay Area gets excited and it's yes, big. But yes. this year it was bigger than ever, right? Yes, so can yes. you tell us more about it?
2: We reached the limit of Santa Clara Convention Center. <laughs> okay. Now we need to find a bigger place. Uh, we don't know where to go because we hit the limit of, we pushed it, pushed it, 6,000 people. <laughs> so many people wanted more tickets, uh, Pranjali, And some people also sneaked in. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, so we are very proud of that. That means it's so popular.
1: Yes, 6,000
2: yeah. people came and uh, so many people now know about I Foundation. We raised good funds from there. So, uh, uh, dandiya is a huge festival in Sankara.
0: And then you had this dinner banquet in SFO. So yes. Uh, that was one of a kind event yes, yesterday too. Yesterday
2: we had a banquet <laughs> where we invite our current donors and also new donors. Yes. And then somebody pledged 100,000 for the Guntur project. Wow.
0: And then
2: several, 5,000, 2,000, 1,000. So, we would have probably made about 150,000 yesterday.
0: So, yeah. if people want to donate just for the hospital, how much? Like, people sometimes don't know. So, uh-huh. what?
2: Very simple. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the popular donation for hospitals yes. is founding donor. So, initially, we were asking for $30 from people. Yes. Then, when the Guntur Hospital started, mm-hmm. we started asking 1,000. People said, if they were asking 30, now they're asking 1,000. But the 1,000 became a very popular donation.
1: 1,000, you
2: become a founding donor. (laughs) You can have the name of your, anybody you love, no, father, mother, uh, brother, sister, grandfather. You can have the name of them on the hospital wall of founders. (laughs) So you perpetuate their names. If you work for a company like Cisco, Microsoft, Apple also has huge matching funds now. You only donate 500. (laughs) Get the matching from... uh, Apple or any company and then you become a founding donor. If an organization like Rana (laughs) or Maheshri Mahasabha raises 100 such donations from their members, (laughs) that's all we are asking these organizations to do. You don't donate. You motivate your members to donate any amount.
1: 1,000
2: means founding donor. You raise 100k like that, (laughs) your name will be in the front of the hospital as a partner in service. (laughs) So you leave a legacy behind as Sundar said, (laughs) Oh, Rana made this uh, hospital happen.
0: So, right now, we all Indians are just soaking into cricket and Sachin and yes. Sachin retired. Yes. So, let's talk about your cricket event. I heard you are organizing a fundraising event.
2: In uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, yes. Basically, you see, this is another example of how we empower new volunteers. <laughs> this volunteer, Sai, came with a lot of energy. Yes. I want to do things. Yes. So, finally, he came up with his own idea that he will organize a cricket tournament. <laughs> he single-handedly worked and 12 teams are already formed.
0: Wow. So, December
2: 7th and 8th, we have a huge cricket tournament in Los Angeles to raise funds for uh, Sankara again.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, are you taking uh, registration still? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Is yes. it at yeah. Uh
2: Sulekha, yes, exactly. Okay. So, people can register yeah. there. And we yeah. will have information about the tournament also.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, some of us are planning to drive from here <laughs> because we never organize such a big cricket tournament for Sankara.
0: And here I would like to ask our team from India, uh, how do you feel you came all the way from India and now here we are working, there you are working, and it all is going to a such major big cost. So what are your thoughts? Uh,
3: like Mr. Shriwatson shared earlier, uh, for most of us, this is what we do day in and day out. Mm-hmm. What is truly inspiring is to see the volunteers here in the Bay Area and the rest of the U.S., where they have their own careers, they have their families, but they still find time for this unique movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do not like to call ourselves an organization, but we believe that we are a social movement. This is an organization built by the people, which is working for the people. And uh, just as it is... uh, We are very happy to share what we do on the India side, uh, in terms of implementing the projects. Uh We go back with a lot of inspiration, looking at the energy that the volunteers here at the US have. And that's what drives us to look forward and achieve our vision 2020. Or to put it very simply, to prevent one other Indian from being unnecessarily blind.
0: That's great. And here, Sundarji, on a concluding note, I would like you to add something and say something to our listeners. Uh,
4: I would just uh, add to what uh, Mr. Kaushik, Dr. Kaushik said. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, a unique privilege. Uh, you know, we... As a community, it is for the people, by the people kind of uh, (laughs) statement that uh, Dr. Kaushik made. So I think uh, the local community here and all of us can take reasonable pride in, you know, moving this movement from one hospital to nine hospitals. And uh, the number of people we have served, the million surgery, all of these are wonderful milestones which we all have jointly achieved. But I think uh, the future is even more exciting. Yes. The fact that we will get to 20 hospitals, yes. uh, and when we get there, all of us who are part of this movement, as uh, Dr. Kaushik said, uh, will be creating the world's largest community eye care program. How many times in your life do you get a chance to be part of yes. the world's largest?
1: Definitely. And uh,
4: both people from us uh, here in the u.s and people from india can feel legitimately proud if we get to when we get to not if <laughs> when we get when to. we get to <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes and all the best and as you said future is strong and i'm very sure every time i meet any one of you you are so full of joy excitement yes. and uh, the happiness that gives you yes. and you do it selflessly it tells me that, yes, you are going to achieve the goal. Yes, yes. So, uh, where, as we say, where there is will, there is way. And time and again, uh, the selfless, dedicated, motivated, hardworking volunteers of Sankara Eye Foundation, Sankara Eye Care Institute of India have proved it correct. We wish them all the best. And as we say in Sanskrit, as I said in the beginning, Tamsoma Jyotir Gamya. Let's promise to them and promise to ourselves that we'll try to give back to community, to Sankara or any such great cause and carry on the torch of light and hope toward the future. And here I would like to uh, tell my listeners that that you can find all the information about uh, Sankarai Foundation and the donation you can give on the website giftofvision.org org, And I'll put all the information on my blog, uh, chai-time-radio.tumblr.com. So here again, I say thank you to all my distinguished guests and wish you all the best. Here I say bye to all of you and we'll meet next Sunday. Thank you all and take care.